Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. He's back, Mr. David Grasso, anchor of Bold. Um, this is going to be interesting, CEO of Bold TV. Uh, he's also a moderate conservative. So the last, the last one, right, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> right. You're the last of a dying breed, brother. I got to tell you, man. And, and of all the things we can discuss, we are going to chop it up about the testimony and the constitutional. Suit filed against Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't want to presume what you know or believe about this case or her testimony on the stand a few days ago. So if you would give us your sentiment and I would then opine. So what's really funny is I was talking to your staff before this is that you know your brain with Marjorie Taylor Greene usually migrates to oh wait you know Jewish space lasers she's a Nazi she says so many crazy things like how do we even begin to describe her so I actually although I've been doing this for ten years I made a piece of paper with notes as to actually what happened because it's really hard to narrow down what's okay. going on so basically this is a very boring administrative law hearing to determine whether she's going to be on the Republican primary ballot right there down the street from you, Doc, just north of Atlanta. And basically what they're saying is there's this poorly understood part of the 14th Amendment that isn't used very often, but was popped out after the Civil War that says, hey, if you're a US government official and you commit insurrection, right, you can't run for reelection. And that's basically what's going on. Interestingly, the person who will have the final say in this is someone who you've probably heard of a lot, who is Brad Raffensperger over there in Georgia. And he gets to decide ultimately whether Marjorie Taylor Green will be on the primary ballot soon. Now, what's really interesting about this is that Mr. Brad is facing his own primary challenge from a Trump sanctioned candidate. So there's all my notes in one little grab bag. <laughs> and now let's do the bullpen. Let's do this, brother. All right. So you're right. This is an administrative law hearing, which means the judge or that lower court or that court period can make a recommendation. But the chief elections officer is the Secretary of State. Raffensperger was the famous voice that went viral when he told Donald Trump, Well, Mr. President, your numbers are wrong. All right, he was the guy. He was the guy that stood up and said, No, we're not going to find an extra however many votes because your numbers are wrong. All right. And he then decided to stand with that sentiment. I mean, he literally held press conferences, put out press releases saying no election fraud. There was no criminal conspiracy, but then something happened, David. And you know what happened? He started thinking about his own reelection and he started to change his public narrative, even signing legislation, even though he's not a legislator, he signed in support of legislation to restrict voting access to individuals in the state of Georgia. But let's go back to this interesting under oath conversation from Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie Taylor Greene said at least 14 times, maybe more, that she suffers from CRS, can't remember ish, okay? She couldn't remember, that's what she said. Now we know Is that like CRT, but with ish instead? <laughs> CRT is actually a noteworthy analysis of actual data. She I'm, not, I'm just playing with you, Dr. Richie. All. all right, so she's in this, she's in this testimony that's under oath. She has to be careful here, David, 
Because even if she doesn't respect the proceeding, if she lies under oath, guess what? That's another chargeable offense. And now you're talking about a criminal charge from an administrative hearing, okay? That's an issue. So instead of her telling the truth, we can basically decode the code. If you say, I don't know, that's probably a yes in real life, okay? Let's be adults about the conversation. So she says she doesn't know a bunch of times. The attorney presses her on her involvement with inciting people, encouraging people to come to the Capitol. I actually thought that was a strategic mistake personally, because in the actual written constitution, and you're right, this is a very little known and rarely ever used doctrine of the constitution. But it does say, and I quote, shall not have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. Aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. I think that should have been the focus with Marjorie Taylor Greene and her aid and comfort to the enemies thereof. Now remember the last time we actually successfully did this to somebody in Congress was in 1919. And Congress said the person was a socialist, which was a big no-no back then obviously. And, and that this person, even though he did not engage in any insurrectionist activity, provided aid and comfort to Germany. And they utilized that provision of the US Constitution in 1919 to remove that individual from the United States Congress. And so based on the Constitution, man, I mean, let's let's get away from the politics of it. Let's just look at purely the Constitution and what it says. Is Marjorie Taylor Greene qualified to be in Congress based on what the Constitution says about aid and comfort to insurrectionists? Okay, so as you've probably deducted from my statements, I'm no fan of Marjorie right. Taylor Greene, and you know, definitely she's not a garden variety Republican. And this whole idea that all Republicans support her is absolutely bonkers. Right. So let's start there. But as to what you're saying. The answer is we don't know yet. There's a lot of details coming out about January 6. It seems like these days when you turn on the media, there's always a new text message, a new interaction. And of course, Liz Cheney has built her modern career on challenging the rise of these America first Republicans, specifically Trump sanctioned ones, and really trying to disentangle what happened on January 6. So in all fairness to Marjorie Taylor Greene, while you and I both dislike her, I believe everything hasn't been revealed. It definitely doesn't look good for her and her involvement is definitely far beyond what we initially understood it to be. But in terms of how bad it is, we don't know yet. And of course, as is always the case, Dr. Ritchie, the cover up is usually worse than the crime. We've seen a lot of politicians when they fall from perjuring themselves in court. Yeah. So how exactly if she did perjure herself during this administrative law hearing, then definitely that adds a different layer to the onion that is slowly unfolding. And I think, you know, just as someone who watches both liberal and conservative media and appears on both, we are not yet done with January 6th. There's still a lot more surprises there. Sure. And we'll probably hear a lot more. More of that, and a lot more from liberal groups like the ones that are sponsoring, you know, all of this work against Marjorie Taylor Greene before the upcoming election. And, and let me say this about liberal groups: citizens filed the suit, but definitely left-leaning groups are providing the ammunition for legal counsel, making sure money is in place for you to have an appropriate attorney to represent the case. But it is citizen-led, and, and I'm somewhat disappointed in the fact. That the Department of Justice is not making these proclamations as I believe they should. All right, I think 
uh, the Department of Justice would be well within their uh, federal right. Can I push uh, back on this. that though? Sure. Because yep. because President Biden, I think President Biden, when he came into office, was tasked with something impossible, right? Yep. Which he has a base which clearly wants all of these acts investigated, right? But anything, any sort of, even if it's merited, pushing back against the previous administration is not only ahistorical, but it seems politically motivated. So I think as liberals, you should probably be a little patient with President Biden and his use of the Department of Justice, because any sort of thing that he does to to write things, even rightfully, that may have happened yeah. during the past administration, it's going to make him and his administration, which is all having already having all sorts of problems, look that much worse. Hell no, I have no <laughs> patience anymore. I don't I'm completely out of patience. And let me tell you why I'm completely out of patience. We have routinely been told, here's what you're voting for. Vote for me. I set you free. Both of us give us power, we'll do this, right? Democrats have routinely failed in delivering. So I have no patience. I understand your point and your point is valid. It will be looked at as political, but the other side, they don't give a damn what looks political. While Democrats are still trying to figure out how to look optically good and optically upstanding, just do the right damn thing. Here's how this really works, brother. Remember, a coward will always ask, is it safe, all right? A politician will ask, is it popular? But a public servant will ask, is it right? And unfortunately, we have just a handful of public servants left in the United States American political world. Just a handful, we gotta get some more in there. But people that have a real heart to do this, a real heart to actually serve people. Why would they wanna get involved in a space that's so degrading? Not only to them, but to their families, to their friends, to their reputation. And so you weed out all the good people because the design has become so corrupt. And let me say this about, let me ask you a couple of questions because we're going to the next show. But really quickly, the people that stormed the Capitol, did they, were they insurrectionists? Did they try to overthrow the government? What are your thoughts on that? So you're saying the people who actually went into the Capitol, sure, the ones not that just went people in. who were at the not, not yeah, people I imagine at the at people at the Capitol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously they committed crimes. You're not just allowed to break into the Capitol. Right, I think we, we've there, established that much. It wasn't yeah. criminal trespass. They went there with the expressed intent, based on their own words, to stop the electoral college process so that you could not have the transfer of power with one president to the next. That is that is correct. Okay. Yes. All right. So you agree mm-hmm. that's insurrection. Now, when you decide to say on record that what they did was patriotic, what they did should not be illegal, what they did was try to save this country, is that not providing comfort to insurrectionists? Uh, And who are you referring to who said this? Marjorie Taylor Greene and others. Uh, Yeah, Uh, uh, I I honestly don't know the answer to that question. I know you're not supposed to say I don't know on television, Doc, (laughs) but I have no idea. (laughs) All right, I understand. You know what, I I get it, brother. You know good damn well what the answer is. But I appreciate you, David. As always, thank you for being on the show. Uh, Always great to be here, thank you. All right, man.